What's up, everybody? Mutant City Horror. What's going on? Another Paul Solo episode for you. Uh, but don't worry, Matthew makes a return soon. Uh, got one in the can with him. It's going to be awesome. This week, however, I got a pretty dope show. Um, sat down with uh, Chris and Jackie from Toxic Doom. If you are a regular listener of the show, uh, you would have heard us talk about Toxic Doom in a couple different ways uh, in the past before. Uh, great merch uh, company. They're pushing out some really dope um, t-shirts, hats, stuff like that. They got new design coming out uh, relatively soon. Um, they were just here in Ventura uh, over the weekend um, at the uh, Tattoo Expo. I missed them. I was bummed. Uh, but I'm a little under the weather and the traveling just kind of kicked my ass. However, um, like I said, got to spend some really good time with them um, and sit down and talk about, you know, what they're doing as a company, um, you know, where they get their inspiration from. And then we sit and talk about House of a Thousand Corpses, which, you know, not typical movie of, uh, you know, for this show. But I mean, it's a fucking classic. Everybody loves it. I don't know anybody who's seen it who didn't like it. Um, you know, and it's one of Chris's favorites. So, um, yeah. So take the next, uh, you know, hour or so, um, take a listen, um, check out Toxic Doom, um, any way you can Instagram at Toxic Doom Studios or Toxic Doom Studios.com. They got some really cool shit and they got a lot of stuff coming up. So make sure you check them out and, um, we'll see you on the next one. See you guys. Well, um, thanks for joining me. I know you guys are busy and, you know, we're all getting off our nine to five. So, um, Good, man. appreciate you guys taking some time to hang out a little bit. Um, thank you for having us. Of course, man. Um, house of a thousand corpses is a little bit outside of our scope. Cause we usually, um, we usually look at like the B rated, like, you know, eighties, like cheesy, you know, straight to VHS shot on video type shit. Um, but when you said house of a thousand corpses, I was like, I'm, there's no way I'm saying no to him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's such a great movie and I know everybody's done it before and everything, but like, it's still, it's, it's a fucking classic. So yeah, I mean, it has, it has a pretty, I mean, I'm sure it had a pretty big budget, but it still, still kind of looks like a B movie. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So I figure we take some time, um, maybe talk about Toxic Doom, you know, promote what you guys are doing for a little bit. And then we don't have to do like a full like walkthrough of the movie like we usually do. We can hit like highlights, favorite moments, you know, first times, stuff like that. And just kind of do a nice overview if that's all right with you guys. Yeah, sure. That works. Sweet. All right. So um, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves and then kind of what you're doing. And we'll just go from there. I'm Chris. I'm Jackie. <laughs> and, and we are the uh, proud owners of Toxic Doom Studios. Yes. Yeah. How long have you guys been doing Toxic Doom? We've been doing Toxic Doom for about eight months going on nine. We started in late July of 2022. You know what? You told me that when we first met, and I still don't believe it. I feel like you guys have been around for like so long because I see you every, you guys are all over Instagram. Everybody's retagging your stuff. Like, I just feel like you've just been here always and forever. 
our plans for world domination started way before that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> no, it, it took it, it took some planning. Um, I mean, not a lot. It's just um, her and I. Uh, we bounce ideas off of each other, um, and um, it, it just spawned into something that you know people like looking at. Um, it, it really there was no, there wasn't really thought into it. Really, to be honest, it's just something that we just did and just uh built on top of all of it so but yeah believe it or not eight months man going on possibly like eight ten years because it's a <laughs> lot of work yeah yeah but i mean when you're having fun the time flies so it's going to be like nothing oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the back end work all the inventory stuff and you know everything else you have to worry about that's kind of the boring part but when you're out doing events and you know you're doing all your uh we're having our creative meetings you know creative meeting right? <laughs> um those are all the fun ones where we we're bouncing ideas off of each other and um, really putting a focus on our designs so tell us what toxic doom even is well toxic doom studios is a is an apparel brand uh, something it's a brand that we're um i, I, well, I would say alternative um in some cases uh, very niche um it uh, we try to focus and cater our designs to a lot of the uh, horror fans, uh, the metal fans, a lot of the uh, occult fans too, with some designs that we have in the works and uh, dark science fiction. Um, Jack and I have always been big fans of like this whole nuclear post-apocalyptic stuff. I like zombies, you know, that's why you see a lot of that in the, uh, in the designs. She likes the whole Hills Have Eyes thing, one of her also favorite movies. That's one of my wife's favorite too. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, like, and just kind of, getting all those ideas together that's you know that it's that's toxic doom man um it you know it the toxic the word is appropriate for you know for what we like the doom part is just something that uh when i when i play games you know that's my game handle it's dr doom because of the villain and so it just seemed like they both fit (laughs) perfectly yeah yeah (laughs) 100% uh, and, and the studios part, if, if you're going to ask, um, there, we, there are no studios. It's just the added word that we just kind of make it flow a little bit better. Yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's I, I pictured it as like, you know, I'm going to grab this before somebody else grabs it. You know what I mean? So like I can claim it as mine in case I want to use it, like be a proper studio somewhere down the road ever, you know? And that, exactly. And that's something that, that we talked about. That's something that we've, you know, what we've discussed that maybe someday, you know, we'll get to that point um, because our main focus isn't just shirts. Um, you know, you do a lot of like B movie reviews and all mm-hmm, that stuff. Mm-hmm. And good stuff, by the way. I've listened to your podcast you. and while I'm working. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I do want to throw out there that um, that Jack and I have actually, you know, really talked about, you know, um, backing up the uh, B B. Pretty much a B movie film director, especially on the horror side. Um, like you know, Sean Heights, you know, big supporters of him, um, and other ones that are you know working on that reach out to us and we'll say, hey, you know, we'll we'll definitely plug you in on our you know on our Instagram and um, same thing with uh, with creators such as yourself, um, podcasts. You know, give us give us what you have and we'll we'll plug it as you know as much as we can. We can't do it all the time, right? Because we can't we don't want to oversaturate and you know people get you know tired of it. But, um, you know, we're, we're big supporters of musicians, artists, um, filmmakers, um, you know, content creators. Right. And uh, we want to go ahead and push that as much as we can. 
Yeah, dude, it's so much work on the Instagram stuff. Like, I, you know, like you, I work a nine to five and I manage people too. You know what I mean? So like, I'm the guy who shows up, you know, half hour early to open up the building for everybody. And then like, I'm usually the guy that sticks around until everybody leaves to make sure they're gone. And like, my day is like catering to other people. So I don't get a lot of time to like, do the social stuff you know during the nine to five get the fuck out i gotta go on my yeah, phone go. <laughs> <laughs> so when i get home you know it's dinner with me and the wife and the kids and then like you know i'll have some time to like sit down and you know maybe edit some stuff for for the podcast for the week and then like you know i i, I get i feel guilty because i feel like the the more time i'm like spending on that and like on the social and trying to do like I, that's less time that i'm spending with my wife and my kids and it's like it's a hard balance, you know, like I want to be putting stuff out there and promoting the brand and promoting other people's stuff because like you and Sean and, you know, I'm starting to meet a lot of really great people and I want to pay it forward. And it just the it's it's the time availability that is um, the the roadblock, essentially. Yeah. You'll find time. Um, you know, it, it I, I do mostly uh, all of the social media and um it, it's it does get a bit overwhelming sometimes uh you want to uh sometimes you just want to disconnect from all of that kind of get take a breather but um you know when you have messages coming in or you have these other things that you know you have to post because an event's coming up um you know you just have to get back to work and it, it it's and it's true you know when when she gets home you know i get home we try to kind of disconnect as much as we can you know we watch some tv have dinner and um, try to leave our phones away for a bit, but uh, it's it's really difficult sometimes. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> you know? percent. It's just yeah, so easy yeah. to just like pick it up and just be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and luckily, and luckily, you know, if if I can't get to something, she has access to the social media too. So you know, she'll go in there and respond here and That's there. Cool. But usually, I would say maybe I would say it's about ninety nine percent me most nice. of the time. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. so whenever you're, you're talking to us to Toxic Them Studios on Instagram. It's usually going to be, it's going to be me. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I can watch my P's and Q's then. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I have like, I'm at work for like 12 hours. So I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> so Jackie, if you don't mind. Um, so I know, you know, Chris in the past has described the kind the process for like um, getting some of the artwork created and the ideas. And so I'm curious to know of like the stuff that you guys have put out. Cause I've seen a lot of, um, the different styles and the images and the prints and stuff like how much of that is like you're doing, like how much of that creative input comes from you? Um, I would say like 50, 50 pretty much. We're like, we kind of like, we'll have an idea and then we'll right away. Like, be like, Hey, I have this idea. What do you think? And then we kind of start bouncing off of each other. Like, okay. And it kind of like starts growing and then we get to the point where we're like, okay, let's get this one done. But yeah, it's like 50-50. It's about okay. where, where did your affinity for that type of stuff come in? Like, obviously, you know, something you've probably experienced or watched or enjoyed as a kid, you know, just kind of bringing it into adulthood. So I'm, I'm always curious to know, like, of the people who are um, as passionate about some of the stuff as we are about the stuff that we're passionate about. I always like to know how that stuff started. Um, Pretty much. I've always just loved, like, horror and, like... um like true crime and different stuff like that so a lot of the inspiration comes from that like i used to fall asleep when i was younger watch um with forensic files like playing in the background i don't know how but <laughs> when i was a kid i was 
fall asleep with that in the background. So <laughs> that is something. <laughs> Kid, my wife still does that. She puts that on <laughs> to fall asleep. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Man, I, I, I imagine I'm a little bit older than you guys. But when um, the, there's a show on Netflix right now called Unsolved Mysteries. But there used to be like an original airing to that show. It was actually yeah, on television. That yeah. That was that was the one show that like that theme music always scared me. I couldn't watch that show just because the theme music always yeah. scared me. And so if it came on like at or around bedtime for me when I was a kid, I wouldn't sleep. Like it would just scare X-Files. me. X-Files they used to freak oh, me the X-Files fuck X-Files out. One, yeah. Dude, somebody else told me the same thing this weekend and I was like, Yeah, that's that's pretty on brand. Yeah. Uh, there was listen. another show called Sightings, actually. Sightings. Sightings. It was called Sightings and it was like the intro had like an alien in the window and stuff and i was like that one used to freak me out too but it was about sightings of paranormal of yeah. uh ufos it was just yeah but that one was that when i was younger too dude great callback because i'm looking at it right now and like i don't remember it by the name but i'm looking at like the logo and stuff and i totally remember this yeah <laughs> I don't remember it, so <laughs> I'm gonna make you watch it. <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> so, um, how often are you guys coming up with like, um, like I don't even know what you call it, images, new prints, all the time. Yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, uh, I mean it. It's it comes at random times. Um, yeah, we have to like kind of write them down sometimes because we're like, okay, we can't be like bringing out all of these at once she get a like a like that old i don't know if you know who norm mcdonald did when he was on saturday yeah. night live and he bust out the, the the tape recorder and like note to self you know just kind yeah, of note to self. <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> yeah, that on, uh, what was the movie called um dirty deeds he does he he's like note to self and he does it throughout the whole movie <laughs> uh dirt is it dirty deeds or dirty job oh, was it with um I, I think, think I it was it. called Dirty Deeds, and they're like doing the dirty, the dirty. I think it's Dirty Deeds. Maybe it's Dirty Jobs. Uh, it's the one with um, what's his name? Um, the other comedian. Um, yeah. Oh shit! I'm forgetting his name. Art? No, no. Yeah, Art. Uh, oh my gosh. Art with the A. I don't Artie know. Artie Lang. Re- Artie Lang is his name. Yeah, I'm yeah. really bad with fucking names, so yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, no, if my. If my... <laughs> Dirty work. Dirty. There you go. Yeah, Chris Farley was in that too. He was a guy that got his nose bitten off by the Saigon hooker or whatever. Yeah, Saigon Saigon hooker. Yeah. I made you watch that recently. When I say we go, we go. (laughs) I'm like sitting here shrugging. I'm like, I don't know. You guys Uh, talking? Yeah. (laughs) She's really good. She's really good with movies. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm bad with just names and she's like, oh yeah, we watched that. I was like, I, I, I don't know who that is. I don't remember. <laughs> I'll be like, this person, he was in this and this and this. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad with things like that, man. Yeah. We're opposite here in my house. So like my wife, she'll be watching, um, like cold case files or like, um, law and order and stuff. And they have, I mean, there's so many seasons and episodes of those shows. So like all kinds of like actors and actresses have gone through all those episodes. So she'll be watching something. I'm like, Oh, that's so-and-so from this other thing. And she's like, you always know everybody. Like, let me enjoy my show. I'm like, all right, my bad. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, press pause, press pause. Okay. This guy's from this. And he's like, I'm just trying to watch. Like so at first he's like, okay with it. And then at first I do I'm it over courteous and over, about he's it. Like, 
what? Uh-huh. I'm like, hold on, press pause. <laughs> <laughs> After the fifth time, I'm like, what? Let me watch the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Right? I'm kidding. I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because what I have to say is pretty interesting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <That's not. laughs> okay, okay, so you guys are coming up with new ideas all the time, but how often are we? Are you guys pushing out new merch? Because I try to stay up as much as possible. I know that the, you guys just had the reveal on the new stuff um, about a month ago, I think, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chemical Armageddon. Yes, is, that's what it was. Yes, Chemical Armageddon is a collection that uh, we're going to be releasing. Of course, you saw those uh, first two designs. One is obviously just the logo. And then um, we have the actual design that's going to you know pair with that. Um, that one was actually in the works uh, since, I believe, December is something we were talking about. It mm-hmm. released, uh, like, we started teasing it, I think, at the end of April, around May. Um, we try to leave a good space between releases. Um, we don't want to, we, we just don't want to design to, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to design to, uh, you know, hype up a design and then kind of lose its, you know, its whole, I guess, its sparkle. It's yeah, fire. Yeah, on average, it's been about maybe once one design every three to four months. Um, it, it's also also to, it's not just that, of, you know, trying to kind of hold back on the releases because, you know, we, like I said, we want to give we want to leave the light on the spotlight on on the current design that we have now. But it also affects us on the inventory side. Um, the more yeah. we, the more designs we pump out, the more we have to print, um, and which also starts adding to a lot of the uh, space that we have, and um, you know it, it makes it difficult for us sometimes to to want to take well to take all of the designs to events. Yeah, sure. trying to um, get in the car, trying yeah, to get it all imagine. in. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So um, you know, pumping out you know six to eight more designs throughout the year and having all of those all at once plus the ones we had before it's it's just it, it gets difficult sometimes yeah well that's good too because then you give you give the designs time to grow legs and you know to get a little bit of a following and then yeah and then you meet all those other things so yeah we don't want we yeah we just don't want i mean i we've kind of realized that we're we're a company uh we realize that toxic doom is going to be one of those uh, brands that um just releases fresh new stuff um, because our, our focus is not, like I said, it's not just apparel, but it's more of a, uh, a focus on the design itself, um, more the uh, artistry behind the design uh, because everything you see on there, it's really just um, all the designs either are either from her brain or mine. And, um, and you know, you, it, they're just things that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. I love the fact that you guys do it together as a couple and, you know, you guys come up with it and everything's like 50-50 and, you know, it's a equally uh, creative process for both you guys. Sometimes she wins, but (laughs) I I have no idea what that's like. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, we try yeah, we try to space them out as much, not as much as we can, but in just a good timing to like, like you said, you know, give that design some legs and, you know, let it, let people you know, really take that one in and enjoy yeah. it. And it yeah. creates some like exclusivity for the designs, you know, like um, if you wait too long, you might miss out on one or, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, and, and, and you're right because, um, you know, we, we did the teaser on Chemical Armageddon and um, then we did the whole, <laughs> the 30 day wait, right? 
Yeah, because that's something I wanted to uh, try out. I've always been, uh, I guess you can say, a showman, you know. Um, I, I guess a lot of like our, our displays on our booths kind of shows that too, you know, the way we have it all set up. And, um, you know, you as we're growing, we're learning how to do things. And um, I think in this particular case, um, you know, the 30 day from April 21st to, to or I think April 21st was the release. So uh, before that, it was 30 days is when we it teased March. it. It was March yeah. 21st to April 21st, which was good. You know, it, it got some buzz. Uh, but then we, well, then I quickly realized that waiting, you know, releasing it April 21st and then holding off until May to print it is is an error you know um, something that we're that we're um, working on and tweaking because the I what should have happened was start pre-orders as soon as the release happened to keep that you know that momentum going so it's just something that we're learning something that we're trying to do um, you know it, it yeah it <laughs> learn as we grow, you know, learn from our mistakes and grow from that, man. <laughs> Dude, that's what this whole thing is, right? I mean, if you look at the grand scheme of things, that's what life is, just learning from mistakes, trying to do better. But like the the point is that you keep doing, right? Until you, you grow from it, you get better, you figure it out and you just you keep going, man. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no stopping us now. Um, we're fully committed uh, to, we're fully committed to Toxic Doom. We're fully committed to our followers that, you know, that always support us, that are always supporting us, you know, buying our T-shirts. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just no turning back for now. Heck, yeah, man. Yeah, I love the my most favorite part of seeing everything that you guys do is watching people find you for the very first time. Because I remember what it was like for me to find you guys and then to see other people kind of express that same joy and, like, interest. And just, they, I think for me and i think i see this in everybody else who like is posting like oh i just met toxic doom is that the brand is so because you know there's an argument to be made about apparel right that same thing with podcasts it's a saturated market in my opinion i'm not doing anything new there's a million of them that came before us like but it's what am i doing to stand out to be a little bit different and i think you guys are a shining example of that in that like the 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 lettering the colors the 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 designs the the creativity behind it like it just it stands out wherever you guys are and people are noticing and so like i said when i see people on instagram finding you guys for the first time i'm like i know what you're feeling man i'm like i'm me too man me too <laughs> um we, we 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 love when that happens it makes us feel um it makes us feel good you know, it, it's uh, we appreciate the fact that they're appreciating what we've done, um, the work behind the designs, the ideas, the concepts. Um, you know, just last uh, a few weeks ago, was it two weeks ago? I believe when we had the we were in a, at an event called Blasphemy, mm -hmm. and um, there was this uh, there was this kid that came by. Um, probably not, probably in his twenties. I just feel old, and. Uh, <laughs> and um, it it was it was a pretty it was a, it was a treat to watch him walk by and his expression was priceless to me and and I loved it because he looked he, he was looking he looked at the banner and um, he looked at the designs and he just he just kind of just went wow like that's what you what I what I saw from him was like wow 
and I, you know, I looked at him, he looked at me and, um, you know, he just smiled. He's like, this is totally, he's like, he said something along the lines, like, this is awesome. Or this is really cool. I mm -hmm. love it. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, was he the one that grabbed the card? He's like, I'm coming back. Yeah, <laughs> and we always get that, man. People come in, they took, they, they take a look at our stuff, and um, they go do their rounds, and then they they come back and they're like, I'm here. Now I want to mm -hmm. get this, this, mm -hmm. and this. Mm -hmm. you know? And um, yeah, it's just something that we really enjoy. It's something that we, you know, we truly appreciate from the bottom of our hearts. You know that. Yeah. Like like you when you when you walk by over at the PYE, um, you know it's just seeing like you said you know just seeing the booth and you're just like whoa like this is different, you know that for us that means a lot. Yeah, really, hundred percent. Yeah. So where can everybody find your stuff? Uh, find us online www.toxicdoomstudios.com and on Instagram uh, Toxic Doom Studios. <laughs> and i mean tiktok i'm really bad at tiktok but yeah you get the same thing <laughs> tiktok is a completely different monster that is just really hard to get into but i heard it's actually pretty uh it, it's supposed to help out but it's okay just i'll take your word for it because uh I will, you will not catch me on that <laughs> I, I dude i i barely have a handle on instagram because i never really had social so like i came up at a time where like every like I'm old enough to remember the onset of the internet. You know what I mean? I'm 42 yeah. this year. So like I grew up as the internet kind of came of age. And so, um, chat rooms were a thing for a minute and like the early hey, well, yeah. days. Like, yeah, man. Um, and then MySpace, which I never really got into MySpace. Like I used it a little bit, but like not all that much. And then like, I was barely on Facebook and then, by that time, um, Instagram started coming around, like I was just out. So like for the, for more than 12 years, I've not had any social. And now with the podcast, it's like, I kind of have to, cause otherwise how are we going to get the word out? You know? And, um, yeah. my partners, um, you know, he was helping me run it and stuff. And so now it's just kind of me for the moment. So like trying to do everything myself with like, recording and editing and posting and then handling all the social can be a bit much, but like can't do much if you're not on, on the socials, man. So I, no, that's like, true. I, I, I had, I never used Instagram before toxic doom. Um, I had the profile. I just never used it. I was never on it. Um, yeah. I have the Facebook before <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I had Facebook before that. And, um, you know, I was, I really didn't, I wasn't on Facebook either. You know, yeah. I had, I had it. You know, but I wasn't on it until we created Toxic Doom is when I really had to jump on and really learn things about Instagram. And I'm still learning. I, I, you know, there are a lot of things on there that, you know, that people do that. I'm just like, how the fuck did you do that? You know, yeah. all I know is that a story, a reel and a picture and everyone <laughs> has little fancy fonts on their pictures yep. and stuff. like. Yeah, I, I literally hit somebody up yesterday. It was like, dude. I love the videos that you post. How are you doing this? And he was like, Oh, thanks. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. But like, where, <laughs> how are you doing this stuff? And like, he pointed me in the direction of a couple apps and like started messing around with those things. But like, yeah, man, it's a lot for Even sure. That's hard to work with, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's just, it's just a whole new thing. Yeah. Know? Yeah. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. All right. Um, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk sure. house of a thousand corpses. Howdy, folks. You like blood, violence, 
Four young people set out across the back roads of America. What's that? It's a hitchhiker. What, should we stop? We can't leave it right here in the rain. In search of a mysterious figure known only as... Dr. Satan. Do you know anything about the legend of Dr. Satan? Yeah, I can show you. Dr. Satan! Ah, Dr. Satan! What they uncovered... Yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet is the most horrifying and shocking tale of carnage ever seen. Well, I bet you'd stick your head in the fire if I told you you could see hell. You seen this girl? Yeah, they want to play Nancy Drew with this local legend that people call Dr. Satan. Stupid kids probably got themselves lost. Let's get out of this nut house. <laughs> the boogeyman is real. <laughs> and you found him. From director Rob Zombie <laughs> comes a journey into hell. This can't be real, this can't be real, this can't be real. <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses. Hope you like what you see! Tell me... So I know when I interviewed you back in September or February, when we first met, you were like house of a thousand corpses, baby. And that's one of my favorite movies too. But I'm always curious to know, like, where were you when it got in? Well, let me start with this. I'm going to shift over to Jackie. What's your <laughs> feelings on the movie, Jackie? Um, I like it. Be like, it reminds me a lot. Of, one of my favorite movies is, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, and it goes along the same lines. Like the the family is very like like uh, uh, sadistic, and like they get pleasure out of you know out of torturing people and messing with them. So I guess I just oh, I, that's why I like it so much. Yeah, I gotcha. When how do you remember how old you were when you first saw it? Um, I think it came out like 2001. So I was like in I think I was in early high school like oh, you're in high school <laughs> aging myself over here <laughs> did you go and see it in the theaters or like did you have to wait until it was out on dvd or something well, um, no it came out in 2002 so probably theaters, i think right? i saw actually with some friends like um my friends saw it first and then we saw i saw it with them though but it wasn't um i don't think it was in the theater we saw it like together afterwards okay got it got yeah. it how about you chris oh yeah yeah, no, for me, House of a Thousand Corpses is where uh, my love for horror and metal come together. It's a good point. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Rob Zombie <laughs> and the music that he, you know, everything that he comes up with uh, music-wise. And uh, once he came out with the movie, I thought it was great. Um, that was, for me, that was for sure. I have to watch that just, just because of his, you know, his music videos are all wacky and crazy. And right. And um, knowing that he was going to, that he wrote a movie, um, I thought that was I thought it was really neat at first. Um, I don't I don't remember really where where I actually watched it. Um, I know before when I was a kid I used to go to the movie theater a lot with my dad on Fridays. When you know back then when movies would premiere and everyone would stand in line. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, so I know him and I did that a lot. Uh, we would grab some ice cream and you know just wait in line. Oh, yeah, nice. and um, 
it could have been that. I, I don't remember because uh, at that time I was like You're twelve old. or thirteen. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, but um, it, it was yeah. It was one one of those movies where you know just really captured me. You know, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big gore whore. Um, I like to see blood, and um, you know, while watching the movie and seeing his characters come to life, it just was really really nice to watch. The 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 picture in my head of you and your dad, you know, spending father son time getting ice cream. And then going to stand in line to watch this movie. <laughs> right, watch, yeah, right. Strawberry ice cream. We're going to go watch people get killed right now. <laughs> That's so funny. It's a, yeah, it's something we always used to do when I was a kid. He'd, he'd get his paycheck and we'd go go to the movies and stand in line. It's just, you know, be sci-fi movies. Nice. You know, all the stuff that he liked too. So. Nice. I must have been 21 when the movie came out. And I remember I saw it four times in the theaters. And I think I saw it back to back the first time. I remember going to see it. And then I think I snuck into like the next showing or the one thereafter because I was just like, I, I like um, originality. Um, I like when things are different. You know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't like when things are, you know, the same. And so to see this movie on the big screen at a time where like you you weren't really getting a lot of like this level of like horror or gore or like um willingness to show what you know some of the stuff that is in this movie was like this is dope and i need yeah, to his stuff, pretty, his stuff was pretty graphic for the movies that were coming out at that time yeah and it's funny because the theatrical release is like the watered down version. I don't know if you've ever seen, but like there is a, there are other versions of this film that like no one will ever see because it's just so much more than what's included in this one. I think I was reading where like the amount of stuff that they had to cut out to get it to an R rating, like most of the movie was like left on the chopping room floor. And so there are some versions. I think there was one in, um, Ooh, where was it? Um, I have it here. Argentina. There was a. It was presented at the Argentinian Film Festival, and there was like scenes of um, like necrophilia, where like babies like having sex with like some corpses and some skeletons, and like she's you know. Uh, there's one part where she's like she climaxes, and then there's like just all this like raunchy shit, and so. Um, Rob Zombie's even said himself like he he doesn't like this movie and I think it's partially because of how much stuff he had to take out of it for it to become a theatrical release in the states and um so he's just like yeah I just it's it's a blunder of mine from early on but which is crazy because most everybody I know loves the shit out of this movie it's yeah a, I, to me it's a cult classic oh yeah. I mean, and if, if you're Rob Zombie fan, you're definitely loving these movies. I mean, um, yeah, like you said, you know, it was perfect. It's just the originality behind, you know, the stuff that he does, you know, whether it's creating his own monsters or, you know, certain scenes. He just, for me, he has like this, this just art of doing his, like the visuals and everything. It's just the cutscenes, everything, just to me, like the whole rawness of everything is what really captures me because I think at that time, when other horror movies were coming out, you know, the, you would get those those uh, cheesy CGI's and you know that that transition. Trust you know? me, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, that CGI transition from all the older, you know, '80s prosthetic stuff. You sure. Know? 
And um, I think that Rob Zombie really did a good job with uh, kind of keeping it really true to what he he wanted. And uh, you know, there was no CGI. Everything was really it was, it was raw. It was gory. The blood, everything, you know, just it was, it was to me it was perfect. Yeah, it's one thing to do practical effects, but it's another thing to do them well. You know what I mean? And like they they did them really well in this movie. Yeah, and I sure. think a lot of the um. A lot of like the Dr. Satan stuff in the end was kind of like the cherry on top. Just seeing like um, uh, the dad at the end, with like you know, he was walking around with the axe and the gas mask on or whatever. And just like all like when he took it off and all that like slime came out or whatever. I told you, you know, you know what that looks like. Yeah, I, it's a good scene. That's the chase scene, right? Where she's chasing the uh, yeah young lady in the bunny suit. Yeah, yeah. Buck yeah. rabbit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all of his characters are always, they're all fun to watch. Um, Captain Spaulding. Um, Classic, man. So good. Uh, Otis, you know, baby. They all have their special characteristics that just bring them out you know they're all like sadistic comedians yeah it's just their personalities <laughs> and, and, and you know about and it, perfect casting too i think it's just yeah. with every everyone that he got for sure you got a favorite character let's do a round table start with jackie who's your favorite uh house of a thousand corpses character and why um i think it'll be i guess it would be probably captain spaulding <laughs> Blood, violence, freaks of nature. Well, then come on down to Captain Spaulding's Museum of Monsters and Madness. <laughs> yeah, see the alligator boy. Ride my famous murder ride. Most of all, don't forget to take home some of my tasty fried chicken. Ha <laughs> ha! It just tastes so damn good. Because of just the way he, I don't know, just the way he is, the way he talks. Like all his lines, I don't know the way he Bucky delivers. Like the way he, <laughs> yeah. everything, everything, when you think of that movie, like the first lines that you think of are usually go to him. Right. Yeah. yeah his mannerisms, his sense of humor, like his his attitude, his personality. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, like the the is it the it's a gas station, right? Like a fried chicken gas. Fried chicken and gas. <laughs> yeah. So like that is probably like the best for me i just love that part of the movie nice how about you chris <laughs> oh man i did i have to choose from two I, I think I know two <laughs> she knows she knows but um uh it's it's difficult for me i it would be two it would be um captain spaulding and uh otis uh yeah uh, i think sid haig did an absolutely phenomenal job as captain spaulding i don't think um, anyone else would have been able to pull that one off. It's just the way he is, the way he, you know, portrayed that character was just beautiful. And um, rest in peace, Sid Haig. I know, um, man. I wished I had the opportunity to meet him, but unfortunately, gone too soon. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my second one is uh, Mr. Bill Mosley, Otis. How could I, being born of such uh, conventional stock, arrive a leader of the rebellion an escapist from a conformist world destined to find happiness only in that which cannot be explained my brain is frozen locked i have to break free 
from this culture of mechanical reproductions and the thick encrustations dying on the surface. Oh, Christ. Fuck. Um, his, he's a very good, uh, I think he's a very good actor. Um, it's just, he, I, I love the way he shows his brutality in the movie. Um, super sadistic, you know, uh, he's just one fucking awesome dude. It's just in how he carries himself throughout the whole movie. Yeah. His character, I, again, like with Bill Mosley, I don't think there's anybody else that would have done a better job than him. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how like there are those movies that have those characters where like nobody else could have done it. Right. And like, um, I remember for me for a long time, it was uh, Jack Nicholson playing the Joker in Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. And like, when you think about it up until, um, um, Heath Ledger who played Joker in yeah. the dark Knight, there was really nobody else. And those, those two movies are different. I think those two characters, they were portrayed different. So like, I, I could still say like for Tim Burton's Batman at the time, I don't think anybody else could have played the Joker and pulled it off the way that Nicholson did. And, and I could see that because for me, like Jack Nicholson, uh, well, the, the Tim Burton Batman is more comic booky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, the one with Heath Ledger was more um, just, I guess you can say, just raw action film. You right. Know? And, and, but they both did a good job. Yeah. So so when I try to imagine somebody else playing um, Captain Spaulding or somebody else playing Otis, I can't put anybody else in those characters. You know what I mean? And it yeah, makes sense. It yeah. It yeah. can't. It's just hard to think of someone that can pull out those off. Just it's it's hard, man. They, yeah. He did. Rob Zombie did a great job with casting for yeah, sure. Yeah, hundred percent. I I don't like that he uses his wife in all, like all of his movies. Uh, she's <sighs> she's good in some spots, but like I don't know, not a lot for me, I guess. But she was good in this one. I liked her in this yeah, one. I think I think she does a good job um, for the characters that she portrays. Um, you know, it, it does get a little bit tiresome when you you know seeing the same character in pretty much every movie. Yeah. You know? know how she is you know how high-pitched her voice can be right um, but i think overall i think overall she's she's done pretty good with her um with her with her with the roles in all of his, a lot of his movies um she actually i think she also used to be in a lot of his uh music videos too back oh in the yeah day white zombie yeah i was so. never a fan like i grew up listening to you know all kinds of stuff but um his stuff just i tried but I don't think I tried hard enough. You know what I mean? Because especially like when I was like 14, 15, there was so much stuff I was listening to. So like if I didn't like one thing, it was just on to the next thing, you know, or if I didn't, I don't think I gave it enough time to like catch on. Well, I think to me, and I've told, I told Jack a lot, um, to me, when, when I really started liking him, it was when um, they put his music in the uh, Twisted Metal, I believe it was Twisted Metal 3 the video game uh, early playstation i must have been yep. maybe eight or nine years old i think but that's when i was introduced to rob zombie and like super beast and all those other songs that i had to just you know get into it and i think with with the way his style of, of uh, making music i think easily just kind of goes over into how he makes his movies because they're yeah. both they're both whack you know yeah 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 i think a good testament to that is um his version of halloween the yeah. 2008 version it's probably taboo to say, but I think that's my favorite version. Right. A lot of people like that one. Um, I think we've only watched it maybe once. Um, right. 
maybe once or twice. I don't remember a lot of it, but um, I, I, I do remember that is that was actually one that I enjoyed watching as well. Yeah. 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 For me, it's like the grittiness. I like when a movie doesn't hold back and isn't afraid to like, you know, blur a line or a scene or like pan away, like show me the rawness of what <laughs> you're trying to like convey here. And I think that Halloween does that. Yeah, I think he does a really good job doing things like that. Not just that movie, but several other ones that he's made. I don't know about the monsters, but um, I still think that's a good one. I, I think that... <laughs> Jackie's over there, like uh, you're alone on that one. No, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I just like I said, I think I just think he just throws his own flair onto whatever. You know, I think it's just the fact that it's the monsters. People were expecting something else. Um, I wasn't, you know, when I when we first watched it, I don't I don't think I was expecting anything more than what he normally does. And I think that's what, you know, just the colors, just his monsters, the stuff that he throws in there. I think that's just, you know. The cinematography was great. I remember watching it and thinking like visually like this is fucking amazing. The colors were beautiful. Yeah, I love the way that it's so vibrant and like it doesn't feel oversaturated and it just pops. It does. Yeah. But then the movie was like, ugh. I remember I fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, oh, this movie's still on. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to bed. <laughs> I think we when it first came out, um, I think we tried watching it maybe once or twice, right? And uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it did take a while. Yeah. I, I, it's something different for him, I think, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to finish out that round table and I'll say, uh, for me, my favorite character is uh, Grandpa Hugo. I don't know why. But like his it's maybe because like he reminds me of like an old like vaudeville um, comedian, you know, just kind of with, you know, all scraggly. And like I like old people in general just because like you've <laughs> lived a long life. You have plenty of stories to tell. Plus, you have this like get out of jail free card of like you've lived the full life. So like you should. You know, be able to, like, yeah. And like you should be able to kind of say what's on your mind, but not like fully. I, I don't know. So, like, to me, the, his sense of humor in that movie was just his. I think it was his patience, too, because he'd just be like that scene at the dinner table where they're like, just he was like, just hurry up and eat it, you know, because they wanted to move on to the next thing or whatever. And I was like, I get that guy. Like, he and I, we get each other. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And that little uh, that little skit he did on the stage when he was telling his jokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's chomping and licking and licking and chomping. <laughs> i mean there was a moment in um you know, in that scene where i think it just the audio just gets really really crazy tell you a little story eat your wife's pussy i'll eat your face starts licking and chomping on her pussy and she's screaming and yelling and she just where he's like yelling i don't know if you remember that but something i won't forget just because it just made my ears it was like the sound just cracked because of how you know the, the sound on the microphone he was talking during the scene it was just <laughs> super loud and it cracked i'm like ow it was like where he opened up his mouth and like it was like loud went, and cheering or whatever, yeah, and then he went yeah. like this, and then like it just stopped. Reach, yes, yeah, you yeah, remember? Yeah, that, yeah, that just it hurt hurt my ears, man. Yeah, 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 I get it. He's a good character. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so favorite scenes from the movie. Start with Jackie. You first. Favorite scenes. Well, obviously, I already went over one, the gas station mm -hmm. 
chicken. Um, the intro. Everybody loves yeah. the intro. It's yeah, so good. the intro. I also um, when baby's like singing and she's like getting on on um on I can't remember his name in the movie. It's Rain uh Rain Wilson. I can't remember his name. I don't know. You know, Fish Boy. I, I yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but and she's like going on their laps and stuff. I don't know. I just love it because they're like. Get off him, you fucking whatever, you fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, nah, she pulls yeah. out the and, knife. She's like, I'm gonna cut yeah. this bitch. <laughs> yeah. I just love how she, I don't know, just looks great. <laughs> yeah, she, she's showing her hood side, right? Because <laughs> she's yeah. all dolled up and you know looking yeah. all pretty, and then like she gets real hood in the end. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's all, there's so many. There's like um, also the murder ride. Like that. I just like that whole. Like when he's going over all the serial killers, um, I don't know. That's a good one too. Yeah, it's a little bit of an underrated one. A lot of people don't talk about that, but like, I, I like when I let's say that again. <laughs> when he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <die>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like when the writing is so good, where like you could just get lost in like what's being said as opposed to what's being like acted on you know what i mean a good example of that is like tarantino right so i'm thinking of like reservoir dogs i don't know if you guys have seen reservoir dogs i have oh it's been a while but i I have but there's that opening scene where they're all in the restaurant talking about like whether you should tip or not tip oh yeah but it's like 10 minutes of like a a conversation and like (laughs) for me like it's one of the most intriguing parts of the whole movie it's there's no action and it's just a bunch of dudes sitting around talking about why you should tip your waitress or not but like it's written well enough where like it draws you in, and I like I like when movies do that. That's why I have to like I turn off all the lights and I close all the shutters. I'm like, all right, I turn up the surround sound. I'm like, we're gonna watch a movie, and I'm gonna like put myself in this world. So like, you know, no distractions. Go to the bathroom now. Get your drinks, whatever. Yeah. So that scene where they're going through the murder ride is kind of the same thing. And then like, you know, he's talking about all the different serial killers and stuff, and it's like you can't help but feel sucked in like you're sitting there on the ride listening to him talk to you and it just kind of pulls you in in that way so yeah i like that one good choice good choice <laughs> what about you, Chris? yeah no for one of the scenes i i i i've got to go with jack too that got the opening scene the gas station always cracks me up oh, it's so oh, good fuck you yeah i fucking love that guy yeah no, he did a really good job um i think for me one of the scenes that was very effective um and and uh, really also kind of like really captured me was when um, I think uh, bait when that whole thing with uh, like your favorite scene, Jack, where she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's dancing on, on, uh, Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, is it Rain Wilson? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the girlfriends get all fucking pissed and, you know, like get the fuck away from him, whatever. And then they all kind of just run out. Right. And it's, it's pouring rain and they get into the car. Of course, your typical horror movie car doesn't want to turn on. Right. Yeah. And I, I think they get it to turn on, or they do something. But you have uh, you have those guys from the family. You know, you have Otis, you have Tiny, everyone else. They're like on crucifixes on the side, yeah. And they're just there, you know, like scarecrows. Mm-hmm. And um, and where they just kind of where they where I think I think it's uh, Otis that just jumps down, and he's like in front of the car. The rain's just coming down on him. And this whole, it just turns into this whole chaotic scene. Like that's the actual, I think that's the first scene where they just, everything just kind of goes nuts. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah. They were getting the car. Junior was getting the new tire on the car. So like, as it was getting crazy, 
in that dance scene with Baby where she was like about to like stab the girls. <laughs> Junior walked in and was like, "Car's done." Like that's his only line in the whole movie. Yeah. Car's done, and so they're like, "Thank God!" And they get out of there, they get in the car, and then they they're trying to leave the house. Yeah, to me, I think that was that was an effective scene. Um, it's it's what started started the whole madness. I think introducing you know certain characters, the family, and uh, it was great. But if there was another scene that that I enjoyed. It's a very short scene too. It's actually with Baby, where she has um, the other the other kid um, sitting in the chair, and she's uh, I, I guess he has to uh, guess like her favorite uh, actress or something, and she ends up just kind of just um, scalping him or whatever. His uh... so remember not, that? so not Rain Wilson, right? No, it's the other one. Do you know and... who the other guy is? Because I'll tell you, that was a I didn't. Walking, talking Dead, wasn't he the host on? Yeah, talking it's Chris, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I know. That, that like, kid. <laughs> Where do I recognize this guy from? Oh my I God. I saw that movie in the oh, theater shit. four times. I've owned the DVD for years. I watch it every Halloween. I watch it whenever it's on. I watch it all the fucking time. Never did I realize that that was Chris Hardwick. It's insane. <laughs> but you were saying, I'm sorry. Oh no no no! That's just one of my favorite, you know, shorter scenes where uh, baby's, uh, you know, she has him tied up in the chair and she, he's trying to guess the uh, favorite it. actress or something, and she ends up just grabbing that knife and just running it through her through his head. Yeah, so, taking yeah. his hair, scalp off. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too. I remember <laughs> at the creepy con where I met you guys, the guy who played Junior, the mechanic, was there, and I remember, oh, was it that year or the year before? I think it was, it was the year before. Well, maybe he was there both years. Yeah. But I remember telling my partner, I was like, his only line in that whole movie is, car's done. So, his so, whole bear outfit. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that driveway scene. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And like, it, it, it's good. It's crazy because um, for a long time, I regarded that as like, this is the scene where like it all gets crazy. And like, but. I realized after watching that movie so many times, whether it went down the way that it did with, you know, them watching the show and getting crazy or not, it was always going to get crazy. You know what I mean? Like they were never going to be able to leave that house. Like it was, they were always going to be murdered from like jump street. So like it was over for them. You knew something was coming up. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. So for sure. I will side with you guys and say um, the opening scene is the best. Like this is the best opening to a movie, you know, uh, of a lot of movies that I've seen. And I like the conversation that they're having about like the, the kid who got the Dr. Z, the action figure stuck up his butt and he had to go to the emergency. Oh, uh, was it the little dick wake or some shit? Oh, plays with his prick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't well, yeah, dick. that was one of the guys who was robbing the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just had a mix of everything, you know, it had the jokes that it had, it's just, you know, it was, it, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Just... yeah. <laughs> For me, I think my most favorite scene in that movie is when um, Otis comes down with the girl's, dad's face on his face oh, yeah. and he gives that monologue of like how he's like the boogeyman and like he's like yeah. oh, uh, all the stories are true the boogeyman is real shit. yeah yeah that uh-huh. that part is like it's it's gross and it's creepy and it's terrifying and like that's where he sticks out his tongue right and he yeah, wants to like, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is a creepy one too yeah but i think that goes to my point earlier which is like when the writing is good and like you could just get drawn into a scene like that and like it's just like oh kind of sends like chills up my spine when i when i think about it or when i see it yeah it's just it's a, yeah it all comes back to the way he does things the style um i think he has a good a good eye for that yeah 100 percent and then uh, in the end, the uh, all the Doctor Satan, the the Doctor Satan den, where we actually get to see him, and he's got like those like oh, mechanical yeah. arms and shit. Yeah, that stuff was he's dope. He's fucking cool too, man. I mean, that whole transition from the whole from the, you know, just the family to everyone fucking down in like those tunnels and stuff or whatever that was. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I, I I just remember watching it the first time. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, right. Here to like this and now they're being chased by all these other fucking random characters that at that time i'm like what how did it what movie am i watching right now is it this or what what, what are we doing you know so yeah that sounds good too yeah yeah, yeah. actually now we talk about it we have this uh actually on our computer uh let me see oh dude that's so rad yeah <laughs> our ornament ornament that's awesome oh, yeah, no, this too, actually. This one. i got this one actually She's got my, oh my bobblehead yeah my uh <laughs> that's so cool those are hard to find now dude yeah. <laughs> are they i would imagine yeah, yeah. yeah actually 2014 they're, yeah. oh damn nice i think they're all trick-or-treat studios right um well this one's oh, NECA. The NECA. Yeah, yeah the ornaments trick-or-treat studio nice yeah the ornaments trick-or-treat yeah yeah did you guys so, meet bill mosley when you were there at, we uh, did. Very, very cool guy yeah <laughs> Uh, we actually met him uh, the Friday uh, during loading. Yeah, he was loading his table in, and we happened to. He was. You were actually trying to see, like, oh, I wonder where he's gonna be, and then he looked around and he was there. And he, he was like, setting up, setting up, stuff. putting his stuff up, and yeah. like, oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a really. He was a really. He's a really cool guy. Um, I mean, we had the. We we're very fortunate to meet him when no one was around. Sure. So it was, yeah, it was very. Uh, I guess private encounter um yeah. he was uh yeah he was setting up his picture setting up his table for the next day and uh, you know we we went up to him we talked for a little bit um we took some pictures that's super and, cool yeah and then you know the cool thing is like you know he's like what do you guys do you know and that's when we told him because we had actually met him at i believe it was uh monster palooza the, the year before year. yeah and, and i was like sweating my yeah ass off, i was, and like, I was like, first, hugging, like yeah <laughs> it was the first time me meeting him <laughs> Yeah. It was the first time you meeting him, getting his you know, autographs and stuff. And this is way before Toxic Doom. And, um, you know, I was, of course, one of, being one of my favorite characters and actors, he, he, uh, you know, I was like a little, a little nervous, you know. Sure, <laughs> I don't yeah. Know what to say. And uh, fast forward a year later, and, uh, you know, we get this private encounter with him. And, um, you know, he was super, he's a super nice guy. Once we told him we did shirts, he, pulls out this box under the table and he's like well i plan on selling these and it was like these uh i think oh, he said limited from edition from three from hell t-shirts, t-shirts. Oh, okay yeah. and what do you think so we were there you know uh, giving him recommendations on how much to price his t-shirts <laughs> <That's> crazy <laughs> and um yeah we talked for we talked for um i would say maybe i mean we didn't want to keep him you know from doing whatever he was doing so we were probably with him for maybe a good 10 minutes i would and say you had cookies with him in vegas yeah and then, <laughs> yeah and then um so you know he came over to our booth he grabbed a shirt and then um it's actually the one that i'm wearing which is the dictator one i don't know if you can see it no 
Twitter of Doom. Hold on. I'll take hold it up. I'm gonna take a screenshot. <laughs> Almost. You look so funny right now. Got it. Head's chopped off. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he grabbed or one of our first designs. He thought that one was really cool and um he picked that one up and when we came back to his table he gifted us with one of his um it was uh, a chop top um like a plaque right yeah it's like and a metal plate with a picture of him, him in, in his chop top um, from uh and then i think he had Texas Chainsaw massacre too right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and he had like yeah he just, he's like here you guys like he, he gave honored... us like a signed one <laughs> yeah well, thank you. <laughs> he autographed it and gave it to us, and you know that was super yeah. sweet of him. And that's then, cool. Yeah, and then uh, later that month, right, we saw him again at uh, Days of the Dead in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. We did an, an event out there, and uh, yeah, uh, I shared uh, cookies with him. <laughs> he offered his uh, I wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so you know, she was working the booth, and I usually tend to do the rounds because you know just to kind of say you know hello to the other vendors and. And uh, he was he wasn't too far away from us, and uh, doing his signings. And um, I remember walking by, and uh, we would look at each other, and and uh, you know I asked, I was like, "How's it going?" He's like, "Oh, good." So he's, I think he said he was hungry or something like that, right? Or I think I said I was hungry. I don't remember. And uh, when I walked back, <laughs> uh, he pulled out like a little uh, like a, a case of like Oreo cookies. Yeah. I they were chocolate chip cookies? No, it was Chips Ahoy, because I remember Ahoy. I don't like Chips Ahoy. Okay, so <laughs> Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy, and he like, kind of just brings his like, hmm? And he goes, like, huh? I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, sure, you know? And, um, yeah, it was it's just fine, you know, fine, those little moments that, you know, makes whole doing the whole Toxic Doom thing really cool. And, yeah. And then, you know, the one cool thing that really, really meant a lot to me was um, Jack and I were watching, eating dinner, watching TV, and um, I kind of look at my look down on my phone because I got this notification. Oh, I thought he was having a heart attack. Yeah. Like, really? I was like, okay. <laughs> so I look up at her and I'm kind of like, I'm quiet for a few seconds. She's like, what? What? What's wrong? You know? And I'm like looking at her. I, I was kind of doing it on purpose, you know, because it was, plus I was excited. You're a showman. So yeah. <laughs> and so I look, at, I show her the phone. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. And it said, Bill Mosley started following you. Top, top, oh, yeah. Following yeah. you. We're I'm like, sorry. oh, cool. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bill Mosley started following Toxic Doom. And, and um, yeah, and he's told a few people about us. He's um, given us those little tiny you endorsements, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Who was yeah. telling you about him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, our friend Bill. You might have seen him in the Yeah, no. Ago. And there's some guy, uh, some guy named Sean that we met at Days of the Dead too. He, oh, yeah, he I he's guess, like, oh yeah, Bill told me about you guys. He said he just started following you guys, and he likes yeah, your stuff. And, super uh, cool. Yeah. I was like, really? He's telling people about us? That's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't expect it. I don't know. Nice. I Oh, it's, it's those awesome. little things like that that makes it just kind of keep, We're all fan keep, keep going. Over here. You know? yeah. yeah, it's a testament to what I was saying earlier, man. When people find your stuff; it's great. They just want to celebrate it, spread the word. That's that's all we want. Yeah, and, I mean, of course, making money is part of it, right? You know, trying to get away from our daytime jobs. But um, I think for us, a lot of it is is our want to, you know, get that creativity out and. Just watching people enjoy it is, is what really, really matters to yeah, us, too. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, because without our followers, there's really no toxic doom. Yeah. And with their support, it's just we do what we do. Yeah. Agreed. Well said. Well yeah. said. So um, last question on um, House of a Thousand Corpses, and we'll just kind of transition it a little bit. 
Yeah. If there was anything you could do without in that movie, what would it have been? Start with you, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> well, do without in the movie? Um, damn, I don't know. Um, I know. I'm like sitting here trying to think because I'm like, I like a lot of it. <laughs> I like most of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like all of it. Yeah. Um, what, what would you? What would you? What would you like to have seen done different? Maybe. Better question. Damn, I can't really. Uh, you don't have to have an answer. I mean, I think that's an know, answer I within itself. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I'm like trying to think. I'm thinking of like all the scenes, and I'm like, I don't really have like. I don't think I would change. I I think I, as it is, I would keep it that way. Yeah, I, I gotcha. I don't like how it was executed, pretty much. Well, what are you gonna? I, well, um, I think for me was this is like where do I start? <laughs> yeah, no, I think going back, going back to that whole transition from like the whole, you know family to like going down to when they're walking the the uh, kids to you know that well or whatever right when they're wearing mm-hmm. them put them in like those they put transition. them in those caskets right yeah um you know the walking you know with the lantern and everything i mean that was that was pretty cool but i don't think it was truly necessary but the one part that i think that would be okay without and it was a very brief moment is where you have all those hands just coming out of the water or whatever that mud yeah and just quickly disappearing you know i think that's probably one of the smallest mm. scenes that i think were really just unnecessary i mean yeah. there was any explanation behind that besides they were like i just didn't know what they were trying to i guess portray or you know show us there with all the weird hands and whatever is people living in the water yeah you know? makes so sense I think, yeah i think to me that was one of those scenes that i was like i don't think they really need that yeah <laughs> I get you. Mine's kind of the same because it starts um, with getting to the field because that whole thing with like burying them or putting them in the ground seemed very like ritualistic. And I feel like everything you've showed me about this family is very non-traditional or like non-ritualistic. Like it just seemed like they were a murderous bunch and like especially Otis being like the creative type. Right. So like you know, ta- him talking about his art and being at a creative block. And like, he seems more like someone who would kind of fire off the hip as opposed to like having this structured ritual kind of follow the book type situation. So I, I get where they were trying to go with it maybe, but like, it just, I don't feel like it fit everything else that you had shown me that had come before it. And even after it was just, it was weird. I mean, it couldn't even it could even uh, have been uh, just a cut, like a very bad cut in post production, you know. Like you cut um, out where that what led. Yeah, to what you know, connected everything. Cutting out that unnecessary, you know, un- all those unnecessary scenes, and they kind of felt to leave that part in that led into the whole underground part. Yeah, you know, true. So true. It could have just, I think, could have just been a very, you know, it's just a very bad cut into something that probably that was probably there before and post-production they said you know what let's just unnecessary get rid of it yeah so it's just it was a weird cut i mean to me it's just weird i get it but it was that second half of the movie was a little like yeah 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 it's fucking weird but yeah yeah it's in line with like the weirdness but like just didn't really kind of it's like a different color of the movie or something like that just didn't really it could have easily been two different things yeah true very true Uh, very true how did, how did you guys like did you watch the sequels the you know the devil's rejects oh yeah yeah <laughs> i can watch the devil's rejects over and over again yeah yeah 
Bill's rejected. You too, Jackie? Still Captain Spaulding. <laughs> Still one of my favorite <laughs> characters on there because he's just like, I don't know. He's just, ah, the way he just delivers everything is just, it's just I love it. Yeah. The... Very like good mix of like comedic, but also being like an asshole. Right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. This, the hotel scene um, where yeah. they're, you know, where they drag the, uh, that band, that uh, banjo band or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, and, uh, and they keep them hostage in their room yeah. all that stuff is you know some of it is a bit it's a bit graphic right which i'm surprised it actually made it to theaters um but uh that whole scene there with all that where otis drags them out to the desert to find oh, like, yeah. to look for the guns and he's like you know i think i'm, I'm the he moves his hair to the side and says i'm the devil i'm here to do the devil's work or something like that just beats the shit out of him yeah yeah, that was fucking awesome. But yeah, Devil's Rejects yeah. for sure, man. That's another one that I that would just watch over and over again. You showed it recently to your dad, huh? Oh, you watched yeah. it with your dad, and, and you're like, like let's watch f- this together. Like, some ice cream? Like, too much. Yeah, because, yeah, he was like, ooh. But... <laughs> too much blood. I'm getting old. <laughs> See, so, okay, so this is where we differ, because I remember watching Devil's Rejects so, I was so hyped you know, because I loved House of a Thousand Corpses so much. And then I just remember being like, I, it, I don't know, it just wasn't my thing. And for the longest time, I I kind of feel like it's more of like a snuff film than anything else. Yeah, it was very, it was very much more straightforward. Yeah. Than, um, more straightforward than creative, I think. Um, I mean, I, it's just more of them. I think for me, just being focused on the fact that they were just on the lam from getting caught right i think that really added to me enjoying the movie more um and not really expecting a lot of uh, house of a thousand corpses type scenes because you know they're they're not set in one spot where they do all their you know all their shit yeah i i tried to watch it again recently and i just i don't know I, i felt the same way i just i couldn't get into it it's probably a year or two ago i tried to watch it again and I just, um, yeah, I kind of I lost interest in it in a little bit. I think what really, um, the one thing that turns me off about the about that movie is uh, really the, uh, I don't know his, his his actual name, but Waddell, the the sheriff. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That got hearing sheriff and oh, I'm gonna get you for killing my brother and whatnot. I I think his was uh, his acting was just a little bit over the top. I just something about it just did not click with me. Um, that definitely threw me off. His his character definitely threw me off. I think it was just the actor himself. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's something about him. Nothing against him. Again, I don't know his name, but um, I, I think that one to me was just something that just threw me off there. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and then uh, the the wife of the band. Um, I forget her name in the movie, but she's played by an actress named uh, Priscilla Barnes. I don't know if you guys are old enough, but like, did you ever watch Three's Company? Yeah. She was no. one of the roommates from Three's Company. She played uh, Terry. Um, so in the beginning, there was um, um, Suzanne Summers. Um, oh, what, was the, what were the girls' names? Chrissy and Janet. And then like Terry was like Chrissy's cousin or something that they kind of uh, swapped in and out with Suzanne Zummer. So like, I remember when I, when I realized that that was her, like I just couldn't get it out of my mind and it was distracting to me. Not to say that that's what like 
led me to not like it but like just the fact that there was a that distracting part and then like the rest of the movie was just more like you said straightforward more just kind of um you know shoot them up kill them uh, yeah. versus what i think what they did with house of a thousand corpses is like you know mo- a little bit more story based um yeah just wasn't my favorite there's also that one actress right uh i don't think it's the one you're talking about but she also she does uh, a chucky from the rugrats mm, um she's at the, it's the gas station scene where they're filling up and she like happens to like show up and she starts flirting with with someone is I don't she also she's a dotty no isn't she dotty and previous airman um uh something her name is like initials it's like something but she was on there too <laughs> i'm pretty sure you're talking about some of the rugrats yeah she played i think she did chucky's voice uh now i'm super curious yeah, it's the gas. It's the gas station scene. Are you talking scene. about? Or no, you're thinking that I'm thinking of somebody else. No, it's the gas station scene. They they pull up with the van, and she starts like flirting with uh, one of the guys. And she's she she's the one that does Chucky's voice on the Rugrats. Is it that one, or is that another? I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, her name is E. G. Daly. E. G. See, yeah, I was like, I know it's initials. Good job with the initials. <laughs> I know she's she's Dottie on Pee Wee Herman. I'm pretty sure. I'm just the one. That's the one chick that plays Rugrats. That is <laughs> her. Big Adventure. <laughs> that is her, and I didn't realize that that was her. And like, even to see pictures of her now, she aged really well. Because I remember Pee Wee Herman was like mid '80s, right? Yeah. And she well, was... even in the even in uh, Devil's Rejects, I'm like, dang, she's pretty hot. <laughs> she's very much older. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Rugrats, Tommy Pickles. Uh, yeah. Oh, she did Tommy too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, was it Tommy or Chucky or both? I think it's just oh. Tommy. Oh, then Tommy. I was mistaken. Okay, yeah. then it's just Tommy. Got it. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Nice. I think uh, I want to say Chucky is the same. I think that's a lady too, and I think it's the same lady that does Bobby Hill. Not too sure though. I could be wrong. <laughs> I swear it. I, I, they're linked somehow, but I feel like she's the one that does Bobby Hill. She does uh, Chucky. She does. And she was on Californication. That that lady. You don't want to play this game with me. I can play this game all night long. <laughs> like who's in what? Um, <laughs> I know. But... <laughs> the voice of Chucky from uh, Rugrats is Nancy Cartwright, who is also Bart Simpson. Art. Okay, yeah. so I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like, I know it's linked to another. I was like, I know animated she's character, a male from another. Yeah, <laughs> he was just waiting for you to fuck up, Jack. <laughs> no, no, I, was, I, I like people to get there. I like, I like people to get there. I was like, I'm, no, I was like, I think he's like, I know she's the freaking, but yeah, I was close. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, no, I know I, it's one of them. I have no idea what yeah. character. <laughs> she's usually the one that bails me out. It it's funny how the conversation can go from. Um, all the blood and guts and gore that is House of a Thousand Corpses to um, the Rugrats and the Simpsons. Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Any closing thoughts on the movie? He need he needs to make more. Um, I mean, on the movie itself, House of a Thousand Corpses, I think he did a brilliant job. I don't think anything needs to be changed. Um, it's always fun to watch. You know, and all the other ones that he's made. So no, I think I think everything was everything about that movie was really fun to watch.
Did you guys ever do the um the maze at uh, Universal Studios when yeah. it was there? Yeah, yeah we did. did that too. It yeah. was like they did it in like 3D. You had to put on 3D glasses or something, right? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was uh 3D. It was like very colorful and 3D. I think they did the that's right. Um, Black Sabbath around the same time they did a Black Sabbath maze the same okay. way. Like also like that one was like black like I think. Nice. Well, but. I like when Tiny came out uh, in the maze. And they had that, uh, you're like walking into the house. Mm-hmm. And he's like some tall ass motherfucker on stilts just walking out. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Nice. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you remember that. but I, I that don't know. Because I only went, I've been to uh, Horror Nights a couple times. But we only, when we went that year, we, we did it the one time. And then that was it. And that was like a million years ago. Yeah, I think that's the one maze where we actually quickly regretting just getting the general admission, right? Oh, we yeah, 100%. Three and a half hours waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. After that, we were like, no, we got to do those VIP or those yeah. front of line ones yeah. because GA is just not good. Yeah, all the time. That's why, yeah, yeah even with my brothers, we'll talk about it. We're like, hey, we're going to do this here. We're going to do this here. It's like, if we do it, like, you have to do the, the VIP passes or whatever. And even then, like, everybody's caught on. So now everybody buys the VIP passes. So it's like, it's just as crowded um, as the, the general. But yeah, the, that stuff. Yeah, it gets packed out for sure. It gets pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. yeah. <laughs> well, tell everybody again where we can find your stuff. You can find our awesome stuff on uh, Instagram, uh, Toxic Doom Studios. Look for that uh, green, beautiful green logo. Or uh, you know, if you want to pick up some merch, you can look checks out live events where we update our Instagram all the time and our website, www.toxicdoomstudios.com. And uh, for now, we're shipping nationally. So, oh, nice. Yeah, we're good. Cool. Yeah, we're working on international. We're working on international. We have <laughs> yeah. some shirts out in other countries right now, but yeah, we're still working on fine-tuning all that. Nice. Heck yeah, dude. Can't wait to see uh, everything you guys do. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys coming on and you know spending your time with me and hanging out. I want to do more of this down the road and, you know, I'd love to come up with some ideas to collab in a certain way. I'd love to get like our name on like in your designs and stuff. So, um, yeah, just looking forward to everything you guys got coming down the road. And, um, no, but, uh, no, thank you for having us on your, uh, on your podcast. Um, you know, it's always a blast, you know, talking and just hanging out, you know? Yeah, man. And yeah, no, like I said, you know, whenever you're, you're want to talk about collaboration or anything like that, same thing with like Sean Heights, you know, um, just let's just talk and we'll figure something out. Yeah. hundred percent. And thank you for making that introduction. I know you like the way that I had met him was through like, uh, you tagged me in a post about cannibal comedian, like a while, yeah. like months ago. And I was like, what I, is I, this? Yeah, and I, I, is tagged this? I was like, I, I knew he likes the whole, you know, yeah. indie. Yeah. The, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna tag him in that, yeah. Yeah, and then like instantly, I was like, you gotta like hook me up with this guy. Who is this guy? And then from there, it just kind of took off. And we talk every once in a while. I don't know if you've caught it, but he's been on. He he, we did we did an interview with him and talked to yeah. him about his stuff. And yeah, yeah, love that dude. And then we met uh, Dirty Joe's in the extension of that. And then like yeah. we didn't even talk about um, Monster Palooza, but we ran into Dirty Joe at Monster Palooza, so that was cool. Did you guys have a good time? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we were there. Uh, it was very, it was very brief. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think our main goal wasn't really to shop. I mean, because we're, we're doing it all the time, so it's it's a little different for yeah. us, right? Um, I think our main goal was to stop by and show our support and say hi to um our fellow vendor friends and 
you know, um, just kind of giving them that, uh, you know, you, you guys kill it out there, go right. fucking, you know, and hopefully maybe one day we'll go ahead and join them at Monster Palooza. Heck yeah, that'd be years. awesome. Yeah. So we heard the wait, uh, the like wait a six list. six-year wait list right so, now. They to said. bend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get like, the fuck uh, out of here. That... Well. <laughs> But I, I, I assured her we'll be in there sooner than six years for sure. Hey man, it's worth the wait. Yeah. Well, hopefully you don't have to wait that long. Hopefully they'll be, you know, asking you guys to, to you know, come on or sooner than that. So that'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be really cool, just you know, yeah. just to go out there and nice, fucking knock it out of the park, man, for sure. Yeah. Well, keep yeah. up, keep it up, man. You guys are doing great work. Um, you know, I love to see all the stuff that you guys put out. So. You know, like I said, I'm a fan. You know, I always will be. And you know, whatever I can do to help cross promote and push that stuff out, man. Just Thank keep, you. Yeah, just keep putting it out there, and I'll keep you know uh, reposting it. So, sure. And uh, one last thing, uh, Cannibal Comedian—they're having their premiere uh, in uh, Los Angeles, uh, June 13th. Correct. Um. So I. So the. The Monster Palooza episode, Maya Monster Palooza episode, just posted this morning, but I did call out that um, it got submitted and accepted and is going to be debuted at the Marina Del Rey Film Festival. Yeah, June. What was it? Nineteenth. Uh, like, June thirteenth. Tuesday, June thirteenth. Yeah. Tuesday? Next yeah. Tuesday. It's like at nine thirty, which. Yep. We'll be there. <laughs> man, it's it's rough for me. Yeah, it's a little bit of a drive and. I want to be there for sure, but my son graduates the next day, and it's it's gonna be a rough day. So no, it's, it's a ride for you. It's a drive for you, especially yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um, for us, you know, we'll be there. We're gonna definitely check out the check out the movie. Are you guys and, going just as fans? Or are you gonna vend there at all? Or uh, at the film festival? No, yeah. no. Sean invited us out. Oh, that's um, cool. Check out, yeah, to come check it out. So we'll definitely be there that night. And um, you know, once that world the, the premiere you know is out, then. You know, that's when we're going to start working on uh, designs for his shirts. Oh, it's going to be so dope, man. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, wait. no, for sure. It's going to nice. be fun, man. But if you can make it out. You yeah, know, I'm going to try. Lots of good things coming your guys' way. I feel it. I hear it. I see it. I feel it. Thank you so much, man. I mean, that's it. we're just going to keep busting our butts as much as we can and just to bring cool-ass designs. Hell yeah, man. So Hell far, yeah. so good. Thank you. Thank All right, you. guys. Have a great rest of your night. Jackie, you too. Nice Thank you. you. We'll see you later, man. Have a great night, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.